I'm Jimmy. And I'm Trisha. And we're a dating app success story. Together for five years, married for three with one kid here and one on the way, here to help you swipe right and not wrong. Welcome to the ASL Pod. Welcome to Age, Sex, Location. I'm your host, Jimmy, and as always, joined by my amazing wife, Trisha. That's me. Today, we're going to talk about those landmines known as holidays with someone you're newly dating, specifically Thanksgiving. So we were tough because you were. I'm originally Ohio. from Ohio, right? And, and yeah, and I'm obviously New York. That's where we met. If you are both local and your families are both local, it's a different animal than, say, having to travel right. because that's a big commitment. And, so for us, I think what happened was we had started dating in August of 2016. You had met my family February 2017, yes. right before we moved in together? Correct. That's the first visit I made to Ohio that right. February. So then by the time we got to Thanksgiving, we had been together over a year. And we had been living together for about six months and or there more, been, And actually. there had been a couple visits at that point. But, I mean, I think we can realistically place ourselves in the position to say, like, had we been dating, you know, under six months at the time Thanksgiving rolled around. Well, I guess we were. We were dating, but we were only dating for like three months. So yeah, that's why we, that's why it didn't really make sense. Yeah. To go. Okay. All now, right. There listen, we go. We, it, it was too soon. It was too soon for a weekend trip. I think if we were both living in New York and you, your family was close to mine, that might have been one of the instances that we're going to talk about, which is Would sharing that have made sharing sense? the day. So we've kind of narrowed down that the three month mark. I mean, is kind of a maybe. Would you say? I would. I would think so. Different people have different types of Thanksgivings. There's the monster Thanksgiving where there's 30 or 40 people there. And then there's the, it's just my immediate family. If it's the 30 or 40 people Thanksgiving, maybe not the right time to be bringing somebody at like the three month mark. I think maybe if it's more just, hey, family, come pop in for a couple minutes. I don't think you really need to be meeting, going to a family reunion after three months. I almost disagree, though, because the smaller the setting, the more intimate the vibe. Yeah, but you're going to meet people. Yeah, but like you want... A person you've been dating for like 82 days to come and spend four hours with your family, potentially being exposed to all the craziness. See, I'm saying in that context, it's not a full day. It's a pop-in. I like... Like they swing by I like the idea of coming by... Exactly. You know, he comes to to you, to to the woman for, you know, little antipasts. I'm Italian. How you doing? Keep it moving. (laughs) You know, pop in then, and then maybe he goes back to his place while you stay there for dinner, That's and he a goes to his dinner, and then maybe you come. I know people who have done that when the families are close, they'll kind of double stack the meals and stuff, and they'll kind of like pace themselves through the first one and then head over to the second. Yeah. If we're talking as soon as like three months, I wouldn't do that because sometimes when I've been at events like that where that has been the vibe, it almost feels like the couple who has to leave already has one foot out the door. And if one person is, if you're super new dating as a family vibe, I don't know if, I don't know. Sometimes families get very territorial with holidays and their time. I think it's easier for one person to do it. I think for the first holiday, it might be a little bit more difficult to do both because it's a little bit more awkward. It's a little bit more fun. Unless the dinners are really spread apart. Hey, we start eating at 1230. We wrap around 430. And hey, we start eating at four. It's like, okay, well, we could actually do this. So another dynamic of, you know, Thanksgiving specifically, I would say is friends. Your, your lifelong hometown friends from high school, middle school, 
even college, I guess, if you went to school locally. Yeah. Um, and I think this kind of bleeds into specifically if you're going to go to a weekend trip somewhere for Thanksgiving because you're definitely going to end up meeting friends. This is a totally new dynamic than family because, I mean, now you're talking about people that knew you when you were not only, you know, a kid like your family, but kind of the real you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of the asshole that you were when you were a kid and stuff like that. Um, These are the people who could blackmail you maybe a little more effectively. (laughs) For sure. What would you say, you know, as far as committing to going to see friends on a Wednesday night, let's say, would you do that? Would you, again, would you suggest the pop in like, oh, yeah, I'll come by the bar for one drink? Or are you going to be committed to seeing your friends? Because that's the other mm. that's the other problem too, right? Like you yeah. both have groups of friends. but Now, would this be in conjunction with a potential Friendsgiving appearance as, as well? Or would this be like one or the other? So I think Friendsgiving is easier than family. Because I feel like most people are going to introduce their the person they're dating to friends before they're going to introduce them to family. Yeah, I would By definitely default. agree. I Dynamic. feel like in order of commitment, Friendsgiving is the is the easiest to kind of navigate because you all set the dates for that. The Wednesday before, I agree, there could be some friction there between who gets to see their group of friends more or whatever. Or you could, I guess, go to the same bar. But So gonna... to, put it, but then... to put it mildly, Friendsgiving, you're getting judged. So you better come with your <laughs> shit together. You 100% are getting judged. I remember going to the Friendsgiving with Jimmy, your friends. I believe, except with the exception of one other girl, it was all wives. And so I was like the girlfriend showing up, you know. And so that was an interesting vibe. Side piece. <laughs> yeah, I remember like being in the kitchen with all the women and kind of like getting questions, but also like trying to just like blend in and follow the follow the lead. I had a lot of fun playing with all their kids because like, you know. As... I would say you don't want to be the main attraction at Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. If you are a guest into somebody else's group at Friendsgiving, the only positive I could see coming from being the focal point and the center of attention is like you are potentially giving that group of friends jokes to tell for years to come after you are gone. Fair. Like what you did being in the kitchen with all the women, talking, just kind of. Like you said, blending, I think, is the right move. Right. The men are watching football. Crack a football few jokes if you can. Or, yeah. But if not, don't, don't worry about it. Offer to be helpful. That's honestly, like, whenever I'm in a social situation where I don't know what to do or what to say or who to talk to, it's like, go up to whoever looks like they're doing something and say, hey, can I give you a hand? Can I help you with anything? What can I do? Get, I would say you know? male, male or female, bring a bomb-ass dish. If you're not a good cook, go buy something. Like, make sure it's good. Definitely come with, like, a bottle of wine or something like that if that's appropriate to the to the uh company and help clean up i think those are three major points that you know work. you could bring flowers too flowers I'm are sitting there, you know i think that one interesting part of the bachelor is when they go to meet each other's family they always bring a gift and in general if you're out there listening and you need an idea for a gift it's like on that show it's a bottle of wine it's a bouquet of flowers don't come empty-handed but friendsgiving is generally power you're not letting one person yeah. slave over dinner. Like, so everybody's bringing a dish. So the dish you bring, bring it. Make sure it's a top three dish that's being served. <laughs> so let me paint a picture for you. First date is mm, November 5th. Okay. There's this a thank. There's a friend's. Specific. There's a Friendsgiving November 15th. No, you're not going to Friendsgiving. That's completely inappropriate. Is it? Yes. Like in the situation you were in where most of my friends were married, we needed to be dating. 
You know, for me to just bring around a girl I met three weeks ago was a little silly. Yeah. But um, in the event that, say, all my friends were not single but dating, kind of date, yeah, then, right. then I feel if like If you it's had, a like, a couple single friends who weren't bringing people, a couple relationships that had been together for a few years, and then, like, a couple in between, that would make a lot of sense. If you're the only person bringing somebody who you're not married to – then I think that it needs to be a serious relationship. And I also think this goes for not only a Friendsgiving, but really the first time you meet anybody's friends uh, on purpose. Don't get hammered. I think the the family, maybe one, two drinks, maybe. Just keep your wits. Friends, you could have maybe an extra one. But like in general, I think it's wise to make first impressions when you want to be in the bottom either. half of the 50% of drunkness. You don't want to be in the top half of the 50%. You certainly don't want to be in the top 10. Yes, That's, correct. Then you're going to be the joke. So Friendsgiving, it sounds like if we were to kind of you know surmise what we've discussed, you, you have to understand the friend group to a degree, understand the level of the relationships before you decide whether or not it's appropriate for you to be there or invite somebody and kind of mirror the vibe. Right, at least for the first time. I do have one question, though. What if somebody has, like, an inordinate amount of dietary restrictions on such a food-focused holiday? How are you going to show up to, Okay, are they real or are they made up? Because those are two very different things. Like, if I say I'm allergic to peanuts. That's a problem. That's real. That's That's a a firm commitment. Probably a deal breaker, but that's (laughs) that's, that's a real thing. What about lactose intolerance? That's a real thing. Okay. Just get to it. No, 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 no. There's more. Use the word. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Use the word. (laughs) You know what word I want you to use? Use the word. One. Give me one more example before that. One more. Vegetarian or vegan? That's the word. Oh, I thought you were talking about gluten-free. I don't care about gluten. (laughs) Vegan. Hey, I used to be a vegan. And you know know who you hung out with when you were a vegan? Other vegans. So you know what? (sighs) If you're a vegan, you're probably going to a Thanksgiving that is tofu turkey. So I don't really care. All right. Well, all right. And with so, all due respect, that's your problem. That ain't my problem. At this point in time, if you're going to a Friendsgiving as a vegan and there are not other vegans there, the dish you bring should be yours. Should be, no, should be for everyone else. And then you can bring something in addition to that. You should bring your own meal. For you to eat. I don't think that there would be anything wrong, though, with bringing a group dish that was vegan. I have a great green bean dish that happens to be vegan. Well, that's it. But you don't, you can't advertise that it's vegan. Let's take you, for example. You came to Ohio for our Thanksgiving. Which I want to get into that. What if you had had, like, lactose intolerance, like, a ton of allergies? Don't and you it was say that. It, that's, a, that's a thing. I know, but essentially my question is, I think you should pretend, I don't know, I feel bad saying this, that you should wait longer to go to the family no, holiday. No, but no, are they going to no, feel no, like a no, burden? No. It's not a big deal. And if it is a big deal, you don't want to be part of that family. I'm sorry. I know, but. If you're lactose uh, intolerant yeah. and that's a problem for other people, you do not want to be part know, of that family. I know, but what if people have family like recipes that Good. they're Let them make it. Right? Doesn't mean you can't have like something for you. But now back to what you just said. When I came to Ohio, this is a big thing that I, I think is a little tricky. The traveling. So I think we both agree that it's got to be a little bit further along in the relationship to actually go spend three or four days. And money. And probably at the in-laws or 
potential in-laws yeah. <laughs> house. So this is a whole new dynamic, right? It's not just meeting them. You're like thrown into the deep end quick. And you're probably going to do a Wednesday night with friends, local friends, if there are local friends. Yeah. You know, th- th- this is a really big commitment. So I would say that just because, hey, you started dating somebody in September does not mean you need to be going out there for Thanksgiving. I think you need to be together over a year before something like that. You need a whole cycle Trisha, of holidays. We're engaged and- in 11 months. So how does this check out? I think it varies on the relationship. I don't think a year. I just say things, honestly. I just say (laughs) things that feel right. There needs to be no consistency involved. If you want to put a number on it, I would say it's probably six months. But you also may have a very difficult time explaining to your family that you're leaving to be with somebody else's family for Thanksgiving after dating them for six months. Mm -hmm. So there is a little awkward awkwardness there but if you go if you are at that position let's say it's eight months right let's say you started dating in february or march right and you're gonna go out i would say try to get some background on who's gonna be there who's the crazy aunt if that person's coming who's the inappropriate uncle and if there are none it's probably their parents (laughs) and be aware that's true. Because you're spending three days with those the inappropriate uncle and the weirdo aunt. Yeah, and be cognizant of what you share. You know, like, this is this is your first impression. And even if, I would say, like, even if the conversation is going to a place where, like, oh, my God, this embarrassing story of college, you know, would fit right in and everyone would think it was really funny. It's like, is that the impression you want to bring? You know, like, treat it as though... I don't want to say treat it like a job interview, but it's like the first time you meet them, you should be a little reserved. I don't think you need to share all of your stories. You don't need to share your family background. You don't need to share mental health and trauma backgrounds and whatever. You know, like there's a lot of things that could get shared. Keep it surface level. Right. Tell me about your family. My dad does X. My mom does Y. My brother does this. My sister does that. Right. Not my dad did this to my mother, and then my brother. Right, my brother ran out, I, and he's in yeah. and out of rehab. They don't like need no that. people, yeah, it's Man, not the you time. You go right yet. to rehab, Jesus. Well, I, that, how long would you say the, the the longest time would be for a Thanksgiving trip back home with family that you would bring in a significant other to? It's almost like that first date rule where you don't want to commit too much time because then you could, you know, I always have this saying. I have a sales background. There's a thing where you sell past the sale. Where, like, you're in a sales environment, you've already made the sale, but you keep talking and you keep selling, and then the person decides after they were sold that they no longer want this product or service. Don't sell past the sale on this. Like, I would say home Saturday. I would say one or two nights. And if it's a drive, you might even be able to get, get away with coming home Friday. But if you got to fly, yeah. you fly out Wednesday, you're flying back Friday Friday. Well, I mean, look, if you're flying New York to California, that could be a problem. If you're flying New York to... I mean, for me, I could tell you I'm good. Like, I don't care. Yeah. If I'm flying to Europe, that's I'm good with that <laughs> timeline. I'm just letting you know that. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Europe, but whatever. Um, <laughs> one or two nights, which I tend to agree with. So, not right away. Six months-ish, if we need to put a timeline on it, but really... Would you kinda... say exclusivity is a... Is a precursor? I would think so. So it's meeting your parents to taking somebody home? Of course it is. (laughs) Of course it is. The only reason I let you meet my parents is because I thought I was going to propose to you. Like, that's how, that's the level of craziness (laughs) I was. Um, Yeah, I think no matter what. Um, Maybe not friends, but definitely family. What if you're out with the friends the, the evening before Thanksgiving and you see your, your partner's ex at the bar? 
So you, you, not your ex, the person. I don't know. I guess the question should go either way. Let's go. Shots. Let's do this. (laughs) Shots. Let's do this. With the past and current? Let's do it. No, I'm taking shots. (laughs) I'm not taking shots with anybody else. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just black this bitch out. (laughs) No, I I mean, you have to, you just have to sidestep that. I mean, it it is what it is. But if it's your ex, if it's your ex, do you acknowledge it? Yeah. Okay. You have to. What if it's like a hookup ex? Like no. not like an ex, you, you know. Crazy. Okay, don't acknowledge the hookup. If what? I go if I go to a hometown bar, okay, on Thanksgiving Eve. Don't even. I would it. just be like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Thank you for listening this episode of Age Sex Location. Be sure to subscribe and review us not based on my husband's last comment. <laughs> On that note, give us five stars. We need it. Shoot us an email, theaslpod at gmail.com. Hit us up on all the socials, theaslpod. That's Instagram, TikTok, and, of course, Twitter. I don't know if we're actually doing much on Twitter I these days. What, what does anyone do on But uh, definitely active on Instagram and TikTok, so hit us yep. up. And remember, please, five stars, five stars, five stars. Email us your questions. Uh, theaslpod at gmail.com we also have a Q&A feature on TikTok where you can submit questions there especially so holiday ahead. questions yep. related to this yep. well luckily we have more holidays to come both this year and in future years so we've got plenty of time to do all of that yeah don't worry about Christmas we'll get into that one because that you want to talk about that now we're talking about gifts like real gifts and now that's a whole, a whole new Awkward. animal <laughs> <laughs> anyway Hit us up, shoot us emails, ask us questions, five stars, and we will see you next time.